Hello, SportsScope followers. After five years of doing this program, once a week, balancing a 60-hour workweek job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night, taking a significant pay cut. So I've started a Patreon page, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash SportsScope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why Sportscope? Well, I bring in such big names uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is Sportscope, again, spelled the same way, or you can go to the Zelle app, sportscope at gmail.com. Sportscope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sportscope, spelled the same way again, at gmail.com. Thank you and enjoy the program. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sportscope on this 23rd day of September. Big football game tomorrow here in the Tennessee area. Uh, two top 25 teams will play Tennessee, Florida. Got some big NFL games. Of course, we'll talk about the biggest games in NFL. Uh, Mad New Yorker, Carlos uh, Chavez is backstage. Uh, also, let's see, we got a message here. Uh, Pickle says sports scope. Yeah. So let's, without any further review, uh, delay here, let's bring in Carlos Chavez. Talk about the biggest story real quick. Uh, I mean, Aduka has been suspended for the season. Uh, a lot of new developments have came about this, including this is what I've read off Bleacher Report. Uh, Aduka allegedly made some unwanted comments towards a female staffer which prompted him to turn investigation. Some Celtic staffers became aware of Aduka's relationship with the woman in July, but thought it was consensual. And, of course, now we know that the owner has stepped in. They have suspended Aduka. And I wanted to play, Carlos, I wanted to play you this uh, from Matt Barnes and the audience, former NBA player Matt Barnes, a guy who uh, is known to be into some crazy stuff. He he got into a pretty bad fight with Derek Fisher, former L.A. Laker. Uh, Fisher was seeing his wife. They wouldn't technically divorce at the time. Could have got very serious. Uh, he made some comments yesterday, thought this was way over the top by the Celtics. Listen to what he said today. I spoke on Ime Udoka's defense, and after finding out the facts after I spoke, I erased what I posted because this situation in Boston is deep. It's messy. It's a hundred times uglier than any of us thought. And that's why I erased what I said. Uh, Some things happened that I can't condone. I can't back. And it's not my place to tell you what happened. If it ends up coming out, it ends up coming out. But that was the reason why I erased my post last night, because after I posted it, I got a call from someone who had all the details and this shit is deep. So, man, praying for everybody involved. Um, you know, hope everyone gets through this. And I saw a lot of blogs picked up what I said. 
even though it was only on my page for like two minutes. So hopefully they pick Okay, when, my, when Matt Barnes says it's deep, mm-hmm. it's deep. What's your thoughts on this suspension, Carlos? Well, first of all, good evening, everybody. Happy Friday. Rob, thanks for having me on. Of course, um, always. Uh, so, yeah. Well, it's when it comes down to uh, personal issues and people's relationships, um, it, it can get dirty and messy, right? Um, you know, yeah. we've been seeing this even this year with, you know, stuff like with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, you know, like they had one yeah. trial in England and then it came over here to the United States, had another trial and then stuff just keeps coming out and open. And, yeah. you know, um, you know, so things can get dirty, you know, really fast because we, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. And and it's not for our place to say either. Um, it's yeah. it's um, for our for our own um, livelihood. It's important that we try to separate, you know, mm-hmm. what happens outside of our workplace and, and just, you know, just go to work <laughs> and do your job. And yeah. if, if there's relationships that occur there, it, it tends to always get messy and always be problematic. Um, and it doesn't matter what, you know, what kind of business you work in, you know, or, you know, uh, what what kind of job you have. It's like when you when you have relationships that are not um, that are in the workplace that are, you know, they're not consensual and don't start off as a partnership together with somebody you, you know, you call your partner or your wife, um, you know, or your or your uh, or the other person. You know, things can get messy, even with those, uh, you know, the byproduct of you working with somebody who you call your partner, your wife. That's that's a difficult thing in front of other people as well, because, yeah. you know, you have to build you have to have a tough skin and a, and a good relationship with the other person to work side by side with them and, and play off of each other very well. And that's a difficult thing to do. And I you know, I I respect those who do it and do it well. But then there's a lot of people who have partnerships and that they, they don't work out. So, and, and that's people who, you know, are consensual and, you know, put, the, put themselves out there as a working relationship uh, within the workplace. So, yeah. um, you know, the, <laughs> you, you hear this and we've always talked about this, even when, you know, when we were going to school, yeah. man, you don't, you don't crap where you eat. <laughs> yeah. Right. My dad used to tell me that all the time. So I I, not, I don't like Even I don't know uh, I'm not always follow the rules I have to say <laughs> you know you, you <laughs> not that I I'm not to use but you, Matt Barnes says what he says because apparently it is a lot messier than we than we we're, than we were reading in the tabloids and I mean I've heard of multiple affairs not just one affair extramarital and and you know and um. You know, it's a situation that even his partner, his wife, Neil Long, coming out and saying things, you know, she could say what she wants to say, but people already um, people already get their opinions set. And, and, you know, this is a messy situation for a team like the Boston Celtics that um, yeah. they have been going through a lot and growing pains with the young team. Right. And they believe yeah. in this guy and this coach. He's a good coach. You know, he's uh, really, he's, really good coach. Yeah. But, and he's under uh, the tree he, of Popovich. He he's a Popovich guy. Thing. So, yeah. You know, um, you know, that's it. Look, the Northeast, the Atlantic division is going to be a little bit different if, if he's not around for the Celtics. And um, I feel bad for the team because he really held them together. And, you know, he's not on the he, he don't play the game, but he's he did a good part. He did his part and he did a great job being the coach to those young guys. And, you know, it's it's bad. You know, it's yeah. it's a bad deal. But, you know, what happens when you crab where you eat, you know? Force yeah. somebody got to do a cleanup, you know. So yeah, that's true. Now, um, and this thirty-four-year-old assistant there, he's been rumored to getting head coaching jobs. Mind you, guys, Sean McVay, I want to say, was thirty-four when he took over the Rams. 
pushing 35, and they end up going to the Super Bowl. They didn't win that Super Bowl that year. So I read that this guy, uh, Mazadolia, I can't remember, some Italian name, uh, I think I've read that he has been uh, looked at for a head coaching job. So I think that could be – I don't. I wouldn't write off Boston not winning the, the championship and still be favored to win the championship even with – a lot of stuff like this causes teams to focus even even better. Uh, from everything I'm hearing and reading, when you hear somebody like Matt Barnes say what he said, mm-hmm. my guess is Boston probably tried to do every way – under the sun to, to prevent going this route, but apparently it was just too much. When it's too much, it's too much, guys. Yeah, you know? and you, so I do agree with the suspension, and possibly he may get canned for this, and I hope he gets another chance because I want to be consistent, you know? Right. And uh, so do you think he should be suspended, or you think that uh, from, from what you read, I mean, I know the specifics are not out there. No, and but you know, and, and the post is writing things, and people are saying things, and you know, all kinds of stuff is out there. And you know, um, at the end of the day, he's got to take care of himself and his home first. Yeah, um, that's that's going to be something personal that he has to take care of. Um, and then he should think about what what his next step is. Um, w- when you're tarnished like that, you're not you're not bad goods in the NBA, but it's tough for you, it's tough to make a comeback. Um, yeah. Even Jason Kidd, the situation he had while he was coaching um, the the Nets, then he then he you know left. Um, what was this situation? I mean, he's he's always he's had extramarital issues. Oh, okay. He has, okay. he had he had issues with his you know. Um, well, he bounced back and got yeah. He bounced job. back from those. Oh, things, he got but, two more jobs. Milwaukee. Did he coach for Milwaukee? Yeah, yeah. And then he ended up, he's back with Dallas. So, yeah. so I thought, like I he, you know it it, it can happen. Um, you know he's got good ties. He's actually a good a, a good coach, and that helps a lot. You know. Yeah. So um, he's only forty five. He's pretty young. He's young. He's so, really young. Thirty four. Yeah. So, no. um, the only thing is that you know, where everybody was like, "Oh, he's a good person." Now that gets kind of thrown in the back burner. But again, he's a yeah. good coach, and this is is this isn't like Major League Baseball. This is the NBA, and NBA is a little bit more lenient on how they do things and they're a little bit more forgiving as well. So yeah. yeah it I also depends on the situation. So that being said, hey man, you gotta be accountable. You're doing you're that sloppy with what you're doing. <sighs> yeah. And his his wife as well or a fiance as well. No Snee alone. Very attractive, but hey, I have Sarah Evans uh husband cheated on her when she was probably in her prime. So it's hard to say that whole attractive thing works all the time and keeps a guy from going astray or a woman or whatever. Uh, but it sounds like he made a huge mistake. Hey man, we all do it. But at some point you got to be accountable for your actions. Yeah. And I've been you know, made accountable for my actions. What difference does it make from a celebrity not being accountable for their actions? Yeah. And I'm not, I know. Stuff. Yeah. I'm not in the pulpit and I'm not going to be preaching and I'm yeah. not the preacher type, but my whole thing is always like, keep, keep your personal life at home. And keep yeah. your work life at, at work. And um true, yeah. And if, if it if it's something that doesn't balance out with the person you're with, I mean you gotta you, you gotta make changes. I mean, because you you're at work longer than you're at home, and that's where the problem lies. Yeah, that's a good so, point, man. It's a good point. Well, okay. So I guess you're okay with the suspension, yes or no? No, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay well, with okay. it. I, I feel I, I'm I feel bad for the team. Um 
And yeah. you know, and I'm more disappointed for the team too than than yeah. him, because you know I, I thought they had the goods to win it last year, and I, their odds on favorite. I was likely going to pick them, even though they didn't make that trade for Durant. I like their brought in and everything brought in him, and and uh, they got over the newness. They got over that 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 hurdle of getting to the finals. They're primed and ready to to win the whole thing, and still very well may do that. I, I just still it, the Lakers won with, with, with an assistant uh when you're 1980. I don't know if you watched that show, um the, the HBO show uh winning time. I haven't seen that one with, yeah. with uh for the for the Lakers. I haven't seen yeah. that one yet. But but yeah, their their head coach essentially had a really bad bike wreck. Mm-hmm. Uh he was in a coma. The the assistant takes over. Uh Kareem gets hurt. I was talking about that yesterday with, with Jack Hirsch. A uh, magic 20-year-old Magic Johnson comes in, plays for Kareem in game six. They win the finals that year. So it's not out of the question uh, that they can still win the whole thing. No, and it, you know, it's just it's not it, the end of the world. It was a blow for me, and I'm not even the Boston fan yesterday. It, it, yeah, that's the that's the thing because, yeah. you know, there's so much parity now in the NBA, you yeah. know, and, and so anybody can actually come out and as long as they go and play hard and, and, and you know, get their wins, they have an opportunity. But it's just a disappointment for, you know, as a basketball fan, because you're like, man, you know, such a good team, riding a high, yeah. riding a wave of, of you know, coming in and, and having a, a, a few stars on the team. And and then you have this situation. Now, they'll, they'll get over it because yeah. there are good basketball players on that team, and, and they are a good team. They'll get over it. And, and the problem is here is a problem, Robert, and that's – yeah. In basketball, the coaching situation, whoever replaces him has to have a either the same or higher basketball ac- acumen than, than this guy had. Right. Yes. And that, that's where the problem's gonna lie. And 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 then the and the second thing is that will the team believe him and will they trust in him for when when the third and fourth quarter comes and, and they can, you know, they have to go get a lead or they have to hold the lead. Will 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 that transition happen and will those players be comfortable? Yeah, so, Corey says that. Hurry, Corey's a big Boston fan. Oh, uh, Corey, man, I'm sorry for you, but you know, buddy, <laughs> sorry for your loss. <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, seriously, this yeah. is a good team, man. You got a good yeah. team, a good young team. You're in a better position than than a team like the New York Knicks, who have a, a who have a stellar coach, just not. They don't have a roster that play that plays the style the coach does, and and it's just not. It's a yeah. bad situation, and it's, it's a mixed match, and you're in a better situation, whereas a team can pull together and and do something. Um, as long as they, as long as they believe in themselves and the next coach that's that's coming in for them, they're probably. I'll, I'll add this, and I'll, I'll move on. Uh, bring in an older assistant to, to help out. Bring in somebody in their fifties, you know, forties. Um, somebody's been around for a while to to maybe help out. Uh, that's what I would recommend. I'm sure they've. He's already got somebody lined up to help him out. The, the new interim coach here. Uh, you know who I would who, 34 though, you know, you, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, make any news yeah. or nothing, but you know who I would bring in? Who? It's Allen. Who's Allen? Uh, Ray Allen. Oh, oh, is, is he an assistant somewhere? No, I'm just saying I would bring someone like him, a former basketball player, still yeah. kind of young, understands basketball, has high basketball acumen, uh, will energize somebody. And well, I, I don't know if he wants 40. to coach. Frank you know, Vogel, my joint. Yeah, Corey. Corey's very in tune with this. Yeah, I know. That's why but I don't. Frank Vogel would be perfect. He's got a ring. He's coached in the East. Yeah, but I don't. You know, his he's too passive, man. 
Corey, he's too passive. That's why you need somebody fresh who just retired, who understands Boston, even someone like Kevin Garnett. You would like to see uh, Nick's fire Thibodeau and bring him up there in like old times. <laughs> uh, uh, let's Spiegel not talk about Bill the Knicks. Walton. Walton, get that back surgery squared away. Yeah. I doubt it. Yeah, I, I, look, I don't. Vogel's I, I, a good pick, man. He won with LeBron. You know how overbearing LeBron can be? I think someone like Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, somebody young, somebody who might want to get into coaching, somebody. Older. Yeah, I don't. I won't go with somebody older because what happens is the younger guys they yeah. already, you know, they're already they already much, set and yeah. and and how they want to move. And this coach had that movement for them, had the had had that table set for them. So if you go backwards and you get all uh, defensive top heavy, some some older coaches go to the you know being more defensive. And, and and you know and running all out on defense yeah. and not playing the the new basketball that's played now it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a turmoil over there. I think Billups, yeah, someone like Chauncey Billups. That's yeah, a good choice. I think, yeah. I think Billups is coaching somewhere right now. I think he might be helping out. I want to say Minnesota. That name has come up in other places. He's probably working. How about a guy who's who's coached the Olympics? And maybe you get him to help out for a year, Mike Shosesky, just a temporary. No, no, thing. no, 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 no. Don't he don't bring the Olympics. It doesn't matter. He's the the Boston Celtics have a a, a formula and a and, and a team, or uh, work the, the set up, which is like if you if you took Golden State, and you merged it with the with the Spurs, that's what the Boston Celtics are. And if yeah. you can't play like that, if you can't allow the, those young guys to to run and gun and, and fly up and down the court, it's not, it's not going to work for, it's not going to work for Boston. So, you know, it can't be somebody who's a traditionalist and, 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 and very, you know, very conservative. It can't, it has to be somebody who's near close to their age. Uh, the age gap can't be more than 20 years. Well, I've already got a guy 34. The whole point is to get an older voice in there. No, no, you don't want that. You don't want that for Boston, man. You don't. Man, I'm, I would not hire you to run my organization. Listen, <laughs> you, the, old, the old head comes in when the team is in disarray. Yeah. This was this is not a team that's in disarray. This is a team whose coach has issues. Yeah, it's a moot point. They, they've already you know? got somebody lined up. That's a very small. Yeah, it, don't, it doesn't matter who they, they have lined up. Lined what up. matters is that that the person they have lined up can can motivate these young guys to keep doing what they're doing and get over that hump. That's what. That's why that bat, yeah. that basketball acumen has to match the former coach, and and yeah. and and it has to be either the same the same level or higher, and yeah. be ready to run new style basketball. Yeah, that they'll, they'll be fine. These guys have been working on this for a month. You know, they worked on the logistics for a month. They're very smart and cerebral organization. They're they're gonna be okay. Yo, uh, what, don't you know make matter a right mountain now? out of that money, son. Huh? <laughs> it's gonna be about that money. Larry Brown. I love Larry Brown. No, nah, come on, then. Man, you don't want any winners. You you see, have you seen the Knicks under Larry loser. Brown? Did you see that episode? Which one? The episode where Larry Brown was part of the coaching staff of the Knicks. Did you see what happened? Yeah, they didn't have any players. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they suck. Okay, okay. Here, here's a big game, guys. This game, I think, will be the highest scoring game of the week. Switching gears, going to the NFL. Uh, Buffalo uh, destroys Tennessee on Monday night. They start they bench their starters in the fourth quarter. Carlos Tennessee benches their starters forty one to seven. That was like an Alabama versus 
a uh, taking it easy on a Kent State or something like that because Nick Saban went to Kent State. Miami comes back six touchdowns against Baltimore's defense mm-hmm. uh, on the road. Tua, I think he was the player of the week, I want to say. Uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, Jalen Waddell. I think uh, they had, there, there was some kind of record where they both had six catches and over 100 yards by two wide receivers yeah. in a game. Uh, multiple injuries out at uh, on defense on both teams. Now, Xavier Howard's back at practice league corner there from Miami. Uh, you still got your other cornerback out, Byron Jones. And uh, Armstead is supposed to play, but they're not sure. Uh, the Bills have about four starters on defense out, including a defensive tackle and a cornerback who was – I think his name is Dane Jackson. Remember they called in the ambulance for him? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he's not going to play, but Gabriel Davis is back. Man, the over and under is 52, and uh, the Bills are five-and-a-half-point favorites. I think the Bills win in a shootout something like uh, maybe uh, maybe like uh, 37 to 40 to – to like 33, something like that. What's your thoughts on Bills and Miami? That is going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a great game, but I don't I don't think it's going to be a shootout. Um, I think these defenses are going to kind of balance out the, the, the game a little bit more than what happened in Tennessee. And listen, NFL, I said this earlier today on, on the show with Keith. Yeah. You guys have to – God bless Tennessee because they just gave you the book on the Bills. The Bills threw everything out on the field, and there's no more and, – and and not even a chance to have anything else up their sleeve. So if you can't beat the Bills with what, what, with what you saw playing Tennessee, then you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. So, yeah. um, uh, so going back to this game, I think that Miami, um, they're getting this whole esprit de corps, the core group on the defense side, the core group on their offense. Yeah. Um, three-headed monster they got going on it's gonna be it's gonna be a good season for Miami I think this game is gonna kind of maybe be like the game that we just saw the Cleveland Browns and Pittsburgh game this past Thursday where they're just Uh trying to run the ball trying to fill each other out and and you know they're coming off a really huge game so as much as the energy level is high are they really gonna run are they gonna come all out and score all those points? Are they going to have the energy? I mean, this is the f- fourth game of the season, right? Yeah, uh, so, it's the third game now. The Armstead, I mean, the third game, he, third game. Yeah, I think he's going to play. Now, mind you, Von Miller is now with, with Buffalo, and last year I'm going to note this to the audience. Last year, Buffalo beat Miami uh, in Miami. They this was early in the season, first two or three weeks, they always mm-hmm. play in Miami for for whatever reason, right? And they end up beating Miami and Miami like 35 to nothing. I mean, that that's how bad it got uh, last year. I don't think that's going to be the case this year. But Buffalo, to your case, to your point, does have a really good pass rush. And Tua is a fragile player. That's my only concern if I, I'm a Miami fan. Yeah, I mean, um, I, again, I see this a close game, maybe 27-24. You like Buffalo uh, Miami? Because, I, I, yeah, I see a lot of mistakes. I see a lot of penalties. I see a lot of, you know, just they're going to grind out this game, man. It's a it's a divisional game for them. You know, n- none of them can afford to lose this game. So I think the strategy is going to be a little bit different than just airing the ball out. And um and I think that Miami will just grind it out and, and beat them by five. Miami wins? 
Miami win. I got my. I I feel like Miami win, and I feel like this game's gonna be like this. I'm just writing it down so next week we'll know. Last <laughs> week, I'm not sure. I know you had the. I know you had Penn State last week, and you got me there. Um, but I, and I, Auburn, I, Penn State, and Auburn. Yeah, yeah, you had that, and the and Auburn. I almost had wait. I almost had that Liberty weight game. Oh man, <laughs> I, I don't even think was, we talked about that one. Yeah, I was so I was ready to celebrate, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, tight turn, and, <laughs> and, and you know, wake wake woke up a little, wake woke up. So okay, Carlos <laughs> likes Miami. I like, of course, the Buffalo Buzz. Bills. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a great game, man. It's a, a con- did you, you ever know. see that movie, The Program? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's an old movie. Come out, in that's like an 90. old movie, man. Yeah, it talks about the downsides of college football mm-hmm. and the high stakes. Very the very accurate. And all that steroids yeah. and, and and gambling and uh not gambling but uh uh paying players and all yeah. this under the table that's a cold classic man a lot of people don't bring that one up i love the program it has omar Epps, i think yeah Epps, yeah 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 a really really good actor he played in higher learning been in a lot of movies and uh there was a um was this linebacker? Only thing he wanted to do is play in NFL. Couldn't read or nothing. He uh, one of the players taught him how to read a shoe. It said Nike, you know, <laughs> and that was it. And his tutor was working with him, trying to get him through. And he's like, "Who who was in the War of eighteen twelve? And he's like, "I don't know, Detroit Buffalo." That's all he knew. All <laughs> <laughs> thing he knew was football. And the guy ended up getting hurt. You know, it was a tight, look good life lesson in the game. Yeah, my movie of the week is uh, Unnecessary Roughness. That's that's my pick. <laughs> With Sinbad. 1991, Scott Bakula, <laughs> uh, the guy from Quantum Leap. I really like Necessary Rose. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> like Sinbad, man. <laughs> hey, here's a good matchup for you. How about this? Jacksonville at the L.A. Chargers. The early morning line was seven points for uh, Jacksonville my, plus seven. Now that there's a there's a chance that Justin Herbert's having this rib problem from last Thursday, mm-hmm. it's still bothering him. He hasn't practiced. Now it's three and a half, still in favor of uh, the LA Chargers. It's in LA, and uh, this Chase Daniel, I'm not a big Chase Daniel guy. I love that Jacksonville pass rush there. They they shut out the Colts last week, twenty four to nothing. Uh, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars can go on the road and beat this Charger team, this high-flying Charger team, because you're playing a guy like J- uh, Chase Daniel. That that t- that takes everything. And, and, and the odds makers dropped the point spread by four points. Yeah, they got to know something that we don't. Besides the Herbert thing, uh, yeah. what's that defense looking like? Are they going to be, be able to recoup? Again, you know, week three, Yeah, you know, these guys, they're not in shape, man. They'll they'll be in shape in a couple more weeks. You know, Bosa, how's he feeling? You know, how how's you know how, how are these guys feeling on the defensive end for the Chargers? Because that's what's gonna make a difference. Are they gonna be able to, to stop Jacksonville and, and that little the little bit of, of of quickness that they have on the offense? Um that dink so, and dunk with ETN and, and yeah, uh, James Robertson. Yeah, so um, you know, that's can Bosa get to, to the quarterback and can these guys put it put it together on the front? And that's that's where yeah. you know that's where you're gonna win in the trenches in this game. And I, I have the healthy. I like the Chargers easy, but Herbert's yeah, I, I have the Chargers winning at home. Okay, um, but it's gonna be a close game. I'm not. I wouldn't put the points. <laughs> I like the upset there. We, yeah. We're really different, man. All right, I'm gonna put this in for next week. You know yeah, who's I gonna like make the, the difference if, if if they can get Eckler going. 
Because Eckler is yeah. a game changer, and if he can get going, there's no there's no chance the Jaguars will be able to like catch you know catch up no. when they start scoring. You know. Yeah, that's true, man. Yeah, that. But uh, I think you can probably. Jacksonville, you, you, so you can't. You know what? Eckler reminds me of this player for similar to the players that 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 the Saints used to have. What's his name? Um, uh, not Ingram, is it? No, no, the other before Ingram. Oh, I can't remember his name. Did he and use every, to like Deuce Staley? Nope, nope. The other one before. Oh, you're talking about the guy who played for Ole Miss back in the day. He was a small little guy, and he was just a game changer. And whenever he he had a hundred yards, the Saints would win. Reggie uh, Bush. No, 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 no. After uh, after Reggie Bush, he was after Bush. No, he between between. I think he was played this uh, like right at the same time as Bush, because he got injured. He got injured a lot towards the end of his career. But oh, what's his name? Oh, yeah, God. but he reminds uh, me of him. Small little guy, a really small guy. Are you? Yeah, small small little guy who makes who can make a who turns the game just run. <laughs> what's his name? I yeah, can't I know his name. name, but he used to play with the Chargers. I think. No, no, he he played for uh, he he ended up being on the Saints too. Uh, my brother used to, to pick Saints. him up on, huh? Hey, I think he used to he played for the Saints, but you're talking about this really small player. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, his name. My, my yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name. I can't remember. Eckler's pretty big though. I don't know if he would be that guy. Eckler's not that big. Deuce McAllister? No, after Deuce. Same on the same. Deuce. Okay. With the same, he he was uh, Deuce's the uh, the second running back. Yeah, there's no way they use a thousand running backs down there when Sean <laughs> uh, Payton was down there. So ask my dad. I mean, every fantasy player hated using those guys. You know, you would get one player, and you're not talking about Kamara, are you? No, no, no. No, okay, okay. And one player would get up to the goal line, and then Sean Payton would pull him out because he didn't want the defense to know uh, the certain substitutions. And then he put another running back in you never heard of and get and steal your touchdown and it, it just runs your fantasy day, man. Yeah, um, I know who you're talking about. This guy you're talking about when he played for the Chargers, Ray Lewis jumped a route one time. He he timed the snap perfectly and stopped this guy behind the line of scrimmage in a highlight field type of game where uh, he stopped this guy. On uh, and it was a really hard hit. Guy's tough though. He took a just a straight up head on blast by Ray Lewis. I'll think of his name later, and I get yeah, back. we'll find out. About. Yeah, little bitty guy. Yeah, but he's good though. He can catch it in the open. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he, cha- yeah. he changed the game. Like he changed the game. Pickles don't know. I don't know about game changer. You man, you just kind of exaggerating there a little bit, but I mean. He's not no, Eckler. You know, I don't know if you watched any games of the Chargers last year, but when Eckler caught on fire, man, that Chargers. Oh, I, do, team, I do like Eckler. You know, they 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 ride with him, man. I think they get away from that too much. That was a problem. Yeah, know? that's a problem because of that O line too, and you know, Eckler. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. So, what's your thoughts on this Baltimore New England game? Uh, I got. Let me give you my analysis here. Now, the Patriots are two and a half point underdogs at home. Yes. Okay. No major injuries. Last time they played in 2020 with Cam Newton. Now, mind you, it was a a really bad storm that night, uh, which Belichick's really good with the elements. Remember last year he beat Buffalo with the elements. That's yeah. not going to be the case this time around. Uh, yeah, you still there's no have storm to help them, huh? <laughs> there ain't no storm to help them this this weekend. No, no storm. It's much much faster pace. 
Uh, I like, but there, there's, there's some injuries with that. I, I'm concerned a little bit about that pass rush for the Ravens. Uh, look what they did last week, or what they didn't do. They, they blew a late lead there. Uh, yes, I, I don't know if that was a fluke or not. I know they got a good defense, but they've traded. They, 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 they got a new coordinator this year, and this could, this could potentially put John Harbaugh into some uh, trouble here. And I. I I'm not I'm not so sold that the Ravens are just gonna go up there and beat New England. I think I think Belichick can get get a uh uh he's kind of got a feel for a guy like Lamar Jackson at defense. Even their secondary is not as great as it was, I still like New England to win. Uh I'll take New England plus that two point five, but I like New England to win straight up. What do you think no. about that game? I mean, they're they're at home. I don't think it matters right now. They're because- in Sproles. Sproles, that's man. That's I knew Pickles would get it. That's Little him. bitty dude, man. Darren Sproles. That's yeah. what Eckler reminds me of right there. Yeah. He's a lot bigger than Sproles. Okay, so what, what's your thought about this? Did, did the Ravens bounce back from that collapse last week at home? Yeah, and, and you know what? I, I think it's the Ravens – too. Yeah, yeah, they have to bounce back. They have to play, and they show that, that they can win on the road. Uh, they need that win to make sure that they stay on top of the division. Um, even though it's not an in the division game, but like they need a, they need a, they need that win, uh, and they need to win early as much as possible just to get them going. You know, Lamar's not doing bad. Um, the running game isn't too bad. It's that defense that's kind of like uh, staggering. Um, you know, uh, I told you about this offensive coordinator, man. They're not, they, you know, they they play this college like yeah. offense, and they need to be a little bit more, uh, need a bit more. They need to have a little bit more. You know something else in that added to that element of another wrinkle. Yeah, something put something in there. Yeah, throw a shoe, do something. You know, like. Um, well, but I will I, say this: Bateman, this this receiver Bateman, he's come along lately for uh, <laughs> Lamar Jackson. I want to say he's got two touchdowns the first two weeks. Lamar is hitting him on a consistent basis, and of course, Andrews Belichick's going to try to take him out. Right. Uh, that's their tight end. Uh, they look pretty healthy. A uh, little banged up in the defense secondary. Their, their defense is always banged up because they're so physical, right? But, but yeah, nothing I, major for for New England. I think that the Ravens' defense can come out strong. The Patriots have difficulty getting things going and scoring. Uh, they scored late last week, which helped them. But you, you can't play games like that scoring late. Um, and and I still think that Mac Jones is uncomfortable behind that line, and I would be yeah. too. That O line isn't, it, it, you know, it's not a don't bend, don't you know, you can bend but don't break kind of you know mentality. No, you need to make sure you keep him upright, and uh, and if you want him to be your quarterback, you need to protect him. And yeah, you know, they don't right now. They're not doing that. I mean, it's not the Bengals, but <laughs> you know, yeah, you need to do a little bit better job because he's he is young, and he. And, you know, um, he's a small quarterback. He's getting smarter. You know, he's building his acumen. Um, but he's not there yet, you know. And so you know, I, I would be uneasy being behind that line no matter how much they pay me. <laughs> yeah, it feels you know? about like the Pittsburgh game last week for New England. Uh, Baltimore, that pass rush thing is something. Uh, of course, Pittsburgh didn't have T.J. Watt last week, I thought. I thought that the, the uh, I thought the Patriots would beat the Steelers, and of course they did. 
Uh, so, still I at mean, home this week. Rob, who's on the Patriots offense that scares you? Like, you're like oh, man, I got to stop that guy because they're going to sp- score a lot of points. Well, it, uh, the it's speed, a team effort. It's like a total team effort to just to get yeah. just Mac to throw a twenty yard pass. Well, they've never had they've never had stars, you know. Oh, uh, what? They've got the star with Brady, but they, they never had, had Corey a bunch Dillon of as running back. They had Randy Moss as a wide receiver before. Oh, for like they, two years. They've had they've had stars before though. There's nobody. They're mid level, but they're not. They're not. They've I'm never not saying superstars. I'm not saying like you know you're gonna sign this guy and he's gonna you know be there for 10 years kind of stars, but the Patriots have always had some kind of like, you know, wrinkle in their playbook and they don't anymore. And now they don't, they don't even have a, a consistent coach calling plays because they don't, you know, they, yeah. you know, so that, that, that has a big effect on what's going yeah, on. And they could very well beat new England with the right game plan, but uh, there's something about that pass rush Baltimore. They, they got a guy like Clayus Campbell, who's 34 years old on the defensive line. And I didn't know they were still using him, but they are. And they've let some players go. Now, remember, Joe Burrow destroyed that secondary twice last year. I yeah, know they had Joe, injuries. Joe Burrow has Higgins and Jamar Chase. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots don't have a Higgins or a Chase. We'll see. Can you? I, na- I think I think the Patriots squeeze it. It ain't going to be a fun game. Can you name three offensive players on the Patriots team? Uh, oh, please. Nelson Aguilar, <laughs> Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, Jacoby None of them Myers. are playing this year. That was last year's roster. That's this year's roster. I'm <laughs> just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not like. And Pickles is right. I, I like Bourne. Bourne is he's done a lot better with New England than he did with uh, San Francisco. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I thought he was going to be a total bust with New England. He didn't do nothing in San Francisco, but then you can get on your Kyle Shanahan. Hey, he, uh, well, he tirade. did take up a nice roster spot for San Francisco. So, yeah, well, <laughs> they had a crowded, crowded field. You know what? Speaking of the devil, let's go to that game. Uh, San Francisco at Denver now. You got a lot of promise with these two teams coming in. Uh, Denver, not quite. I don't know if you got a chance. See, I watch Red Zone, and they were booing the the, the uh, Denver fans. Uh, Broncos got off to a slow start against Houston. They only won sixteen to nine. Okay, with all those players, with all that star power, they went sixteen to nine, and and they were booed often during that game. Uh, just before halftime, they were booed, and they picked it up in the second half and won 16-9. to Now, they are banged up, this team. Uh, Patrick Sertan is uh, their lead corner. Yeah. He, he's he's questionable to come in this game. Jerry Judy, their number one receiver, is questionable yeah. to come in. Now, the 49ers, like I said last week, that was a blessing in the skies or earlier this week with Trey Lance getting injured. He simply wasn't ready. Garoppolo's back. I like that running game. I don't really like a high-scoring game here, but I do like the 49ers, even though uh, they're one-and-a-half-point favorites at Denver. I actually still like the 49ers to win this game. What do you think about Denver uh, at home against uh, the 49ers? Well, Robert, who, who, do you, who do you not like more, Hackett or Wilson? That is true. Uh, 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 Hackett or Wilson. You got to pick uh, Hackett, one. Hackett's been getting booed. Pa- Hackett is really—he's really mismanaged these last 
two weeks, man. Uh, time of possession, luck. They just barely got past Houston last week. Barely. There is no camaraderie. There's no chemistry. Camarader- and, and a lot of that I would put on Wilson not wanting to play in the preseason. Uh, but Hackett, probably a reach as a head coach. I think he came over from uh, Green Bay. This could all develop as we the further we get into the season, because uh, they still got a, they still got guys like Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory on the pass rush there, and you know you've got um, I forgot that uh, Sutton I think is his name the other wide receiver along with uh, Judy with Judy which I'm reading that Judy will probably play but he's, he's still played, technically yeah. questionable been limited all week right uh, but the 49ers got a really good defense. They got Debo Samuel. Uh, Kittle's going to play. He's banged up all the time. Yeah, I, you know? I, I, yeah. I like so. If you put Garoppolo and Kittle in a mix, they've been practicing together on the on the injured squad. Right. Um, they might be been practicing together, but they're not practicing the whole team. So that's going to be a little bit of, you know, trying to trying to get on the same page with the rest of the team. Both of uh, both of them. Um, so here's the thing, though. Russell Wilson has San Francisco's number, right? He's he's won more games as a as a quarterback in Seattle, and he knows the system. He, he you know he knows what he has to do in this game, and you can't. Yeah, that, even is, that is a big plus. That's a ding for you. If we were around the horn, I'd give you like a. I told Jack yesterday that he he has played against that defense. He should be comfortable. That is yeah. So um, I think this is a game where he's going to come out and show everybody why he's why he's a money man. And he has to do it in one of these games, and he's at home. So, you know, he likes to play up to the lights, you know. So, you know, he's going to be under the lights and, you know, his, his jersey is going to be shining more than anybody else's. And if he if he don't put no sweat and dirt on that jersey, man, he is going to get ran out of Colorado. So he got to do what he got to do and he got to get paid for what he's doing. Uh, I, I, I flipped that pickles. I like that score, but I think Denver will get 19 and the 49ers will get 17. Okay, let me go back and I'm, I'm putting some notes for next week. <laughs> yeah, we. I knew we wouldn't be on the same. Well, page you know, before. you play in Maha. You not many, not many people come out of that stadium winning. So, yeah, you know, because that defense steps up and that air, man, that air up there is for real. And if you ain't used to it, I know I've been there. Yeah, you, you, you know, it's um, not easy. That's one of those not. advantages, one of the home advantages that Colorado has in the NFL. And they t- and look, and the kicking game is going to be important, just like it is every every year, right? And then who's whoever's there and used to kicking in that air. You get an extra 10 yards sometimes on the kick. And, you know, what? it really goes to show you, even for the basketball teams in those high elevation, uh, the Jets play really well at home. Uh, Utah, University of Utah plays well. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, they have been known to upset in the regular season championship teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, the, the Lakers back in the day, they beat Shaq and Kobe. When they were in their heyday, uh, they they've called Shaq. I've seen Shaq huffing and puffing, trying to get some win there. So and Carlos Rogers is making them look bad. <laughs> Remember I'm that? You. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. So that is that's no no exaggeration. But when you got a team that's together like San Francisco, the Shanahan system will fail. <laughs> well, the odds makers say that the 49ers are one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. So, really, they're like four-and-a-half point because you usually get three, three for right. being at home. 
Right. So I'm with the odds makers. I think the 49ers go to there and beat them in a low scoring game. That's probably yeah, 19 to 17. Yeah, that that's I'd rather watch paint dry. 21 to four, like, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But those that's are big name teams, man. I, I it's still this the third game of the season, people. Relax. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so we ain't going I'm, to the Super Bowl yet. Come on, man. Let's let's go Broncos. <laughs> the Super Bowl. Okay, Jacksonville, um, Miami. We did Miami. Let's do Minnesota, I, Detroit. Minnesota, Detroit. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't put that on the list, but I, 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 Minnesota played on Monday night. Detroit has a really good running game, and they have a good offensive line. I, I, I would take I would take Detroit. Even I don't care if it's played in Minnesota. I think they beat Minnesota up there last year. One yeah, one. There was uh, very close. One, one, and, one and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how about Tampa Bay Green Bay? Now this is another game that had it's in Tampa, and Bakhtiari won't be back. The left tackle for for Green Bay, Sammy Watkins. Um, Sammy Watkins is out. Randall Cobb's been sick all week. What are these guys doing? It's uh, the third game of the season. <laughs> you stick all week. Kristen Watson's got a hamstring. That's their rookie. He hasn't even practiced all week. Uh, the over and under, the odds makers, you got two Hall of Fame quarterbacks here. The over and under, uh, uh, Carlos, is 41.5. I saw that. And now you think they're going to reach 40 side, points? Huh? You think they're going to reach 40, past 40 points? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's about right. I think that's about it, 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 it could be a 20 to 17 as well. Brady's not he he don't he's got Godwin's out, Mike Evans is suspended, his left tackle's doubtful. Uh you're talking about guys like Russell Gage. They signed Cole Beasley this week. Yeah. Former uh Buffalo Bill. But I still like the fact that Brady can manipulate a, a team like he can. And I still think that like a 2017 Tampa win here at home uh, when they've matched up traditionally well against Green Bay the last three two starts that I know of. Anyways, what's your thought? Or have they played three times, I want to say? No. I want to say they played in the last two years with, oh, since yeah, Brady's yeah. been with Tampa, and I think Tampa's won all three. Yeah, because they played them in the playoffs. Yeah, and Tampa won that. So, so I, I see uh, Aaron Rodgers is, doesn't have any tools, so he's going to have to pull something out of his rear. Yeah. And, and he's not good at that. Um, he's not he's not Tom Brady-ish like that, where he can just kind of try to manipulate a game. No. So um, Watkins being out is a huge deal because, you know, he was actually building up a, a, a little relationship with him. Yeah. Even though I think Watkins is past, you know, he's – you know, a little bit done, but uh, I, I give him credit for coming back. Um, and when he lost a little bit of weight, so that helped him a little bit too, because yeah. the Giants are going to make him a, a tight end. So, <laughs> um, right. Uh, so, but uh, I have, I have Tom Brady scoring about 21 points and I, and I have the defense scoring a point. Oh, wow. Cause that's that, probably right. Cause that defense is uh, really hot. They'll probably and, pick off what you might call it. Yeah. And yeah. Cause Aaron Rodgers is going to try real hard and, as long as he, as long as they run the ball, they'll be okay. But if he starts trying to throw the ball and, and you know, as long as they don't get in no third and long situations, they're, they're going to be okay. But that yeah. Tampa Bay defense, yeah, that coach got them 
playing right. It's a yeah. Like I, I will said, say this about Tampa: their run defense isn't quite as good this year right. as it has been in the past. Zeke Elliott had over five yards of carry. The Saints had them beat, uh, but they were they would run like a ten yard running play. The Saints would, and the running back would fumble the football. <laughs> you know. And you had Jameis Winston doing Jameis Winston things. He had three interceptions, you know, throwing it right to the other guy. He, he's not a good deep ball throw. He's not Kyler Murray. So that being said, I still, like you said, I, I, it, the defense still could. They got their secondary is much better. Uh, yeah, faster. Yeah, faster. So, they're they're more they're and, more uh, connected as a unit. And you know, Aaron Rodgers likes to air the ball out. So yeah, he'll get frustrated. Yeah, and he could throw a pick. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a great game. But you got those two big names. Had to go with it. Um, how about Indianapolis at Kansas City? Now, Indy desperately needs a win. They were shut Cut out up. last week. Yeah, They're Kansas at home against Candy, uh, Indy. Yeah, Kansas City is at home in the Dome. Um, no, the Colts are at the Dome. I think it's at, I think it's at the Colts. Yeah, Kansas City is at the Dome. I called yeah. it home because the Colts can't beat Kansas City, man. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Like, come on, man. And they've had 10 days to prepare. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Pittman's going to be back, but their, their linebacker's not there still. They're, Darius Leonard, Shaq Leonard, he's not going to play again this week. What's the what's the spread on – I forgot the spread on this one. Five on. and a half. Yeah, because here's a problem. This might be a trap game. And I say that because they're, you know, be, they're yeah. playing indoors. Um, Matty Ice has to be Matty Ice sometime soon. He can't just yeah. be playing blase for the rest of the season, right? And this he, is their he, home opener too, so they they're very desperate. They have a yeah, exactly. Off. Desperation breeds a lot of competition. Yes. So this might be a trap game. Kansas, Kansas City has to be careful. Um, yeah. Taylor can go off. You know he likes playing at home. Um, so the five points might be about right, but I, I don't. Yeah. Um, I'm 38-23. That could be right, though, Pickles. But I think they get 30. I don't know if they'll get 38. The problem, too, is that Indy don't have a kicking team. <laughs> they, they, no. they, just, they just redoing their kicking team. There's a lot of stuff going against Indy at home for their opener that you you might have hit that point right there, that, that score right there, Pickles. Yeah. 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 Uh... But they you know get, that might get booed at home, man. <laughs> Only way they have a shot is, is Jonathan Taylor just have a huge game. Yeah, huge. Just give him yeah. the ball, let him run. 190 yards, three touchdowns. Uh Mahomes gets greedy. He turns uh uncharacteristic uncharacteristically, turns the ball over, and maybe the Colts win the late field goal, something like that. Kansas City's known to lay eggs like that and be sloppy on the road. Yeah. They were like that against Tennessee. I beat twenty-seven to three last year, uh, but I, I extra days to prepare like that. I don't know. I, I, mm, yeah, I, I really like the way Mahomes is playing this year. I mean, he's he's disciplined like nobody's business, man. I, it's probably a uh, thirty to twenty-four. They cover it by an inch. Kansas City type type of game. Uh, but if you're the Colts, you want to keep it much lower than that. Yeah, I mean, you, like look, 24-17. You you got to run the ball, and Matty Ice got to throw a couple, you know, a couple thirty yeah. yarder plus passes. Man, you got to yeah. stretch the field somehow. And 
the problem here and and the, the people forgot to talk about is that Kansas City has rejuvenated the, their defense. So their defense right. is younger and faster now, so they can handle handle the deep ball. Yeah. Uh, they're they're okay stopping the run, but Jonathan Taylor's just gonna have to work hard. So you know, this this will go to Kansas City for sure, and and they'll win that game. It's just by how much. Okay, yeah. since I'm out of Nashville, uh, but a lot of people's been talking about the Titans uh, and, and all their injuries, and then the the uh, Vegas blowing that twenty to three lead at uh, at home like that. Uh, but now the Raiders have injuries. Now Hunter Renthro won't play. Josh Jacobs, another guy, got sick. Uh, he didn't fly with the team. He's going to fly separately. Uh, they have a linebacker. This Perriman guy's out. He's a Pro Bowl level player, but their offensive line's intact. They still have uh, Devontae Adams. They still got Waller, and they got Derek Carr. Titans won't have Taylor Lewan. Uh, he's already been ruled out. The the guard uh, from last year who blocked beside Taylor Lewan, the left guard. He's a Buffalo Bill now. Uh, Bud Dupree's not going to play. Tennessee – I was going to pick Tennessee early, but there's uh, – you're, you're saying Tennessee has no pass rush, and you're putting Derek Carr versus Ryan Tannehill, Carr with, with, with bigger stars on his side, even though he's on the road in a short week. Derek Henry would have to have 200 yards this week, and I don't know <laughs> if he's got the blocking to do so. He had less than 20 last week against Buffalo yeah. – even though they only played three quarters, I can't see how Tennessee uh, wins this game. I, man, I like the Raiders, man. Tennessee's probably going to go 0-3. I, I like Tennessee for four days, dude, and now it's Friday. So now I'm saying nah, I, there's too many injuries, man. Let, let me bring you back to reality. Smack, you know that Vrabel and McDaniels, you know, they know each other. That's true. That's so, true. So there, they there's nothing that McDaniel's can throw out there that Vrabel ain't, hadn't seen. Yeah, that's a that's a Belichick, you know, apple there. Far, yeah. not, they don't fall far from the tree. So, uh, Vrabel's more of a motivator than McDaniel is. So, yeah, if any of these guys come out young, they're gonna come out hungry, which is what Tennessee has been trying to do is get younger. So these guys are replacing, you know, the the guys that are hurt, like Bud Dupree and all these other guys that are missing. Yeah. They're gonna come out hungry, man. And and if the Raiders they don't they don't make those completions and they have Waller blocking for Carr and not being a part of that offensive power that the juggernaut that they have. Yeah. Because McDaniel plays a little bit of that three tight end set, which he shouldn't, but then then they're gonna they're not gonna win this game. So yeah. Tennessee's Tennessee's gonna, you know, gonna gonna be able to score a little bit more and, and the, they still have Chandler Burks that they're trying to get on on um, you know, on they have Woods. Woods is he hadn't had an opportunity to break out yet. This is a good matchup because their secondary is not that strong, right? No, that's so true. Th- the Raiders only have one good, really one good secondary like player out there. And then after him, they're kind of like scattered. Yeah. So, you know, you look to see them, Tennessee, stretch the field. Um, they got good tight ends, uh, the younger one and, and even the one that coming out. Uh, Austin yep, they'll, they'll they'll stretch the field, and then Henry will have an opportunity to make a few runs. This is going to be a slow, slow game, and they're going to both teams are going to grind it out. But I think Tennessee will come out on top. They have to win, and yeah. and they're at home. I got gotcha. you. And, and Vrabel's going to you know have them 
you know, come back. Okay. Well, you, you, Waller, Pickles, you think Waller would get 15 targets? I think he gets five. Because <laughs> McDaniel keeps putting him as a blocker, and he's more like Graham than he is Shannon Sharp. So, you know, I wish he got 15 targets. He's on my fantasy. <laughs> you have him on your fantasy team? You love Aaron, Darren Waller. I, you know what it is? Is he, he's a he's a good player. Yeah. Come, you know, I, I like him. I liked him last year in that in the scheme that they had playing him. But you know, with Gruden before you know, and and then Masashia. But yeah. then now McDaniel's is a different scheme. So right, right. you got to protect your quarterback, which is I don't know. Okay, let's go to this big college game. By the way, everybody, tomorrow I will be doing a tailgate. Uh, pretty close to the stadium. Uh, Austin uh, Jabal, do you remember him for going to Tennessee when you worked at the Burrito Bar in Knoxville in 2004? Whoa, whoa, you, yeah, yeah. you know Austin. We, we go, we go to church. Uh, we used to go to church together. He <laughs> asked me to come. So uh, how crazy is that? <laughs> yeah, it's a small world, brother. I told him. I said you're friends with Carlos, my friend from Austin P on on Facebook. And then he said, yeah, he used to, uh, you know, he used to hook us up at the burrito bar there. Oh, Justin, yeah, man. That's my bro. <laughs> him yeah. and Monkey, man. Tell him, tell him, uh, you know, tell him to ask about Monkey, man. That's yeah. <laughs> That was my little Maybe cool I'll little... bring him on and he'll talk to you tomorrow. Carlos going to be there. I'm going to try to get as many names as I can. Uh, Cavarius Tears uh, may bring on. Uh, he said he's going to invite uh, some people from 24-7 sports. Oh, nice. His own. Uh, yeah kind of a networking type of event. He talked me into it. I didn't want to do this, but I'm going to. No, do it. Do it. He's uh, fun to be around, man. Yeah. You, you know, just, uh, you know, just bring well, I got it. a friend of mine, a guy I grew up with. He's going to go with me. Uh, when we leave here at five o'clock in the morning and uh, nice. I'm going to be in Knoxville from eight 30 central com- time to about 1130 central doing this program. Uh, Austin swears up and down. He's got every, all my technical stuff taken care of. I was like, Yo, I Look, I'm gonna tell you something. If Austin tells you he's got you set up, he's got you set up. He ain't yeah. gonna let you down. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um, after I get off of here, I'm a, I, I'm gonna hit him up and make sure that he, that he goes yeah. on his word. You know what I'm saying? Cool. But, and let me tell you cool. something. You bring yeah. that sign because it's college game day in Knoxville tomorrow. Yeah, college game day is gonna, he's gonna, we're gonna try to see guys like Clay Travis, Pat McAfee. Uh, but we'll see. Talk is cheap. Like my dad used to say, it takes money to buy whiskey, but. He's pretty excited about this. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm not going. No, no check this out. I, when, uh, when, you, well, Florida beat UT when I was there, but college yeah. game day was there. I got, I got uh, a guy on my shoulder. We pulled up a, a fraternity flag up there. You know, we, you know, we did, we did what we had to do to, to try to get attention. And we were on the TV for about, you know, half the whole time. They were calling who was going to win the game. And unfortunately, yeah. um, they picked, they picked UT to win the game, but they, you know, they didn't win that game. And yeah. they had Eric Ainge back then and, you know, a couple but other players. when you went there, Tennessee did have a two-game winning streak against uh, uh, Florida, I think, 03 and 04, if I'm not mistaken. They did, yeah. Chris Leak game. Yep. And remember, he got that field goal. Remember, they missed the extra point, but Tennessee yep. came back and got a long field goal. Right. You called me the next day. <laughs> I want to go over that story again tomorrow and in depth. But let's All get right. into the game. Tennessee, right. Florida. Here's my analysis. Tennessee, Florida's we sound like got a bunch of homers now, though. Come on, we, you got to be. Florida's fair. got fair. 15 starters coming back. Yeah. And, 
No, no. Tennessee's got 15 starters coming back, include Hendon Hooker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say there's 13 for Florida coming back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you Some of these analyses I've read, this guy from 24-7, Josh Pat, he's yeah. saying that, that uh, you know, Florida's offense is struggling so bad. Yeah. Uh, but this Richardson, this 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 quarterback here doesn't have a touchdown yet. He hasn't thrown a single touchdown yet. That's correct. Uh, this is his first start in the SEC. I've heard that before. Florida's still got a really good team speed on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got 13 starters, and I want to mind everybody. They beat Tennessee 38-17 with practically the same players last year. Now that was down in Gainesville. They're on a six-game. Five game winning streak. I was at the last game that Tennessee won. I paid two hundred something dollars for that ticket, and it was a thousand degrees. Uh, tomorrow the high is going to be like eighty. It's going to be in the fifties in the morning. It's going to be a really nice day for football. But pickles, check out this this point spread is ten point five. That is way too many. Even though I like Tennessee's offense, now mind you, Tennessee. Only real uh, game they played was at Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh had a uh, – I want to say they had a 10-point lead, but their quarterback got hurt. Tennessee comes back and wins in overtime by a touchdown. I think Tennessee is slightly overrated, but Ooh. I do think that I do think that Florida is struggling. Tennessee wins, but I'm saying it's probably a touchdown or less. Yeah. Uh, Florida – this Josh Pat saying they're going to cover. Tennessee's going to cover and win. And uh, three out of five, uh, the athletic reporters saying Florida's going to win. Ooh, uh, ooh. I wouldn't be surprised if Florida won. I think Tennessee finds a way. What is your analysis on Tennessee, Florida? This Man, is game this, of the week. Yeah, this game of the week. There's something in Neyland that helps Florida. And I think it's a color orange a little bit that makes them feel kind of at home. <laughs> don't know. It's not the same kind of orange, people. There's a UT orange and there's a Florida orange. Yeah. If you didn't know that, you, you, now you do. There's a little yeah. tidbit for you. Uh, so right now, and I'm gonna sound like a homer because you know, you know, going yeah. back to my days, went to I don't want to sound like a homer, but I, I will tell you this: that uh, Hubo's got got this team balanced. Uh, they're scoring, they're scoring a lot of points. They're uh, they they lead in. Um, they're in the top. Uh, five to ten teams that are have them have been scoring the most in uh, in AP football. So uh, you know that's that's one stat oh, that yeah they're know, third in offense. Yeah, yeah, Tennessee's the third in offense, and then they're in, also in the, in the top ten in defense points allowed. So Tennessee? yeah, I didn't so, see that. So they're ranked. So they're ranked on offense and defense. Um, and I I would put my money more on the defensive side than on the offensive side. Um. Just just because of Florida and the way and how and the quickness that they have running the ball and, yeah. and getting out there in space, um, he might not have the, the quarterback might not have uh, thrown a touchdown, but he is talented, yeah. and I maybe he will break open on this game, yeah. and I'm hoping not. But if he does, uh, it's going to be closer. Like you said, it's going to be one of those games that's going to be close, and I think it is going to be close, but it's at home. Uh, that defense is just rock, rock, rock heavy, man. And the defense wins games. They're gonna win in the trenches. Tennessee's gonna be coming on top. That's a, that's my prediction. Yeah. And 
you know, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a blowout like some people said. But oh, Aust- Austin's saying Tennessee by thirty. He's drinking a lot of that orange Kool Aid up there. Uh, he I loves to drink that orange Kool Aid up there. I mean, food, <laughs> we 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 love we love that orange Kool Aid there when we was there. But uh, you know, you got to kind of lay off that if you're if you're gonna be you know gambling man. But I do want to say one thing in a disclaimer. You know, for for us and yeah. as, as much as we like these games and and we're putting out predictions. Uh, if you're somebody who who bets or gambles, do do it on your own accord. We just picking games and seeing, you know, for fun. No, I did. Yeah. I did put twenty on a Florida uh, plus ten and a half, guys. Ten and a half. By the way, let me give. Let me throw some more stats at you. That's the biggest point spread in twenty five years that Tennessee has been over Florida. Yeah. That just what, seems like a a lot, man. And Florida's seven and six for for Tennessee, right? They beat them some. Their record uh, going to six. 16 out of 17 games. 16, 16 out of 17, right. Yeah. So, uh, I, but I will say this. The last time Tennessee was favored, that was in 2016, Josh Dobbs. Uh, yeah. They were favored by five. I looked this up this week. And Tennessee won by 10. Mm-hmm. They won by 10. Um, and we'll, I, I will repeat this story a thousand times tomorrow. <laughs> the three-hour show, but Tennessee was down twenty-one to three in yes. two thousand sixteen. I don't know if you recall that game. I do because I, you know what, I uh, I looked you away. That and game I was, too? I'm sorry. Was you at that game? No, 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 no. I was okay. going to go to that game, but I had other, I had uh, other you things. Didn't miss that... much, man. But a heat stroke. I mean, God, it's <laughs> like ninety-three at kickoff. So uh, I was um watching the game, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna turn this off. I didn't turn it off. I muted it. And then all of a sudden, the, the you know the numbers kept changing. I'm like, oh, that's good. And it got to a point where I had to put the volume back on. So, wow. Oh, so, did you did you was you was you about to give up on that game? Oh yeah. I mean, come on. Like, you know, you you see what's going on. That was that game. How many penalties was was in that game? I I don't remember. I, all I do remember is um, my friend Kevin went to Austin P with me. Kevin Carroll. I called him Coach Carroll. I used to call him Pete Carroll. The blonde head with glasses? Uh, shaved head, a military guy. I think I know this I'm going to try to get Kevin on tomorrow's program. I may I may reach out to Keith Engel and see if he's not busy tomorrow to stop in and say hello. I hope you can come on at 9. You'll be my first guest, Al Borges. Uh, he's working the Michigan game. Uh, former Auburn coach. He can't make it, but uh Austin claims he's got a, about three interviews. Of course, we got you, Carlos. We're possibly going to get uh, maybe get Josh Pat, the guy from twenty four seven, on the program. Yeah, Austin's and, and good. Get his, good peeps. Huh? Austin's good peeps, man. Yeah, yeah. Austin is really psyched up about this. Only, almost, <laughs> and if it wasn't for my good friend Stephen, I grew up with, uh, I wasn't going to do it because I was thinking, man, I don't feel like driving up there. I've been working all week, but I don't work the day job as much. And Steve was like, man, you have a good time. And man, you know, if I was there, you know, I'll be like, let's go. Let's yeah. Well, you would, you would keep me gassed up to go and I would be, but I'm going to be okay. I'm going to get up around uh, four central time and, and, and get up there in plenty of time. I got my buddy coming with me and then I'll meet Austin when he's up there. And uh, he's already got the, the parking, everything squared away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wi-Fi. He says he's got chargers for my laptop, generator, etc., etc., etc. I'm not going to the game. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my show. I'm gonna drive back. 
and then I'll probably watch them once I get home, and we'll do analysis of it. But oh, yeah, uh, you're not going to the game, man. All that driving, you're not going to go to the game. No, I'm going to build up Sports Scope's brand, and I want to watch this game, and and I'm going to record the game in case I get home too late, and I'm going to watch it. Probably get some Chinese or something, and uh, probably watch it on a little bit of delay so I don't have to deal with the commercials. But that game, we were uh, – Kevin almost got into it with a guy. He's, people were clogged in like sardines. The guy's knee was in my friend's back. Oh. I was really hot in that last game. <laughs> had to go step away because it was really, really hot. It's like 93, man. Yeah, but, you up there. You, you So, Neyland Stadium, if pe- for people who don't know, it's 110 standing, you know, mm-hmm. 110,000 with standing room. You know, so it's like 100 and – Maybe 102,000, and then you have the other standing, yeah. you know, other eight standing. So, yeah, uh, 8.30 um, Central Time pickles. 8.30 Central Time, I'll be live. I'm going to try to get Keith to come in. Do you know if Keith does any Saturday shows? Don't. Maybe one maybe one or two. Okay. I know he does that vlog. He does that vlog on Saturdays. So. Yeah, I'll ask him. If he can't make it, I'll just interview people from around the way. Uh, this is what we talked about building Sportscope brand over uh, back in May when you were here, Carlos. And uh, when Austin called, I thought about you and you talking about that, how John Boy uh, Media built his brand up there. So this is my first to do this. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's The weather's going to be great, by the way. Yeah, man. It's going to be clear. It's going to be. Uh, do you want a ticket? Maybe I could get you a ticket, man. <laughs> man, I do not want to go to that game. <laughs> okay, go back to the other game. Okay. All right. So it's really hot. I walk, I walk back towards the concession, and the third quarter starts. I come back, everybody left our section. It was just me, a couple of diehards, and my friend Kevin. We had plenty of room on the bleachers. And then here, here comes the comeback. Kevin's like, you're gonna miss the comeback. You're gonna miss the comeback. And Tennessee went wild in that second half. Guys like Jawan Jennings, who's playing with the 49ers now. Uh, Kevin, uh, what's his name? Barnett, uh, Derek Barnett, uh, who plays with, uh, Pax should know him. He plays with the Eagles. Uh, he got a lot of big sacks in that game. A lot of big plays by Josh Dobbs. And it was long touchdown after long touchdown. And Tennessee wins by 10. So you're down 18 and you go on and win by 10. That was a lot of score in there. Yes, Pickles, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Pending on Austin not screwing things up, I don't think he will. Uh, worst case scenario, Pickles, I'll be doing it from my phone. I have my stand here. I could do it that way, uh, Carlos. And I know my phone battery is good for a while. So I think everything's going to be okay. Man, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, I'm thinking about making a trip down there. <laughs> if you could do it, dude, that, no, I, I I'd love to have my boys with me. If you could snap your fingers and be down in Knoxville, that would be pretty cool. I think it's going to be pretty good, though. I, I was a little fun, at first, but more I talk about it, I, I, it's going to be fine, and it's going to be fun. Yeah, and, the, and those um those games in Knoxville, man, uh, they do it right, you know, with the band and and the parade. Yeah, they're and, constantly playing. Yeah, it's dun, – dun, dun, dun. And, I, and I will I'll do some previews here for you, those of you who follow me on TikTok. Of course, I'll put that on my Facebook. And uh, get some pictures of Neyland just to let you guys know I'm not I'm not pulling your leg. I'm gonna be up there. Now we got to see you on we got to see you on College Game Day, man. Put your little scope. Yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna get. 
maybe he could figure out. He he's invited some people from 104.5 The Zone, which is big radio outlet here in Nashville. Outkick. He's reached out to Barstool. But Barstool charges for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, point spread. Vandy beats the spread versus Alabama. I don't know what that is. If it's under 100, maybe. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, I will see you tomorrow, hopefully, 9.30. Your, it's Eastern time. Eastern, Everybody, yeah. stay tuned. Appreciate you coming on tonight, Carlos. We're over an hour. Uh, I'm glad we just lowered the games down to five, man. Because <laughs> we had the Duke 8, plus we had the Tennessee-Florida thing. Yeah. It's the game of the week. Appreciate it, everybody. Thank you, Carlos. I will see you tomorrow. Thanks for having me. I'll be there. All right, buddy. Thanks. Let's go, Vols.